it's all, a, it's all a bit different this morning, so I thought that I would start by just telling you what we're going to, to, to do. Um, uh, the plan for this service is uh, we're going to have um, uh, an opening song. Sit down then, because I've got a couple of items of pastoral news, and then we'll have prayer. Uh, a few thoughts, the bread and wine, uh, and then uh, a closing song and prayer. And the announcements and collections will, will follow that um, at uh, as we then go off also to get coffee and so on, before coming back at 11 o'clock for the dedication service, which is in the hands of Alex. So, <clears throat> so now you know what you're expecting uh, for the next 30 minutes or so. We're going to start by, um, from Praise the Lord, singing 194, I will worship with all of my heart, I will praise you with all of my strength. You see, I, I, I told you before, and you just took no notice, you, you just, because you're so used to standing up at the end of the first thing. <coughs> um, I thought that we would, we would just have our, our, our pastoral news now so that we can be thinking about people. That was what I planned anyway, but we don't seem to have anything very much uh, uh, about uh, our members. So I'd just like to think of the people that we know have, have long-term illnesses and... and and problems and, uh, uh, and so on um, while we think about those. The other bit of news that I have is that partly or, 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 or whatever, I don't know, uh, as a result of, of the Youth Weekend, um, East Pennine have got a baptism and uh, they've asked to use our room uh, because they can't get enough people in theirs. So um, on Friday the 21st of October um, we will be hosting... Uh, Daniel Spencer's baptism. So that'll be in here whilst um, Senior Club um, uh, is, is on. Uh, although I suspect they might want to come across, I don't know. Um, so it's a 7.30 start-ish um, because there are a lot of people travelling up from the south, apparently. Um, and uh, so uh, we're, we're very glad to be doing that for them and very pleased that Dan Spencer is getting baptised. So that's great. Um, uh, East Pennine seems to be having a, a good time at the moment because uh, they've, uh, they've got a baptism today and they've got another baptism on Sunday the 22nd. So, uh, but they're, they're smaller affairs, so they're able to cope with those. Which is lovely. So let's, um, let's pray. Heavenly Father, um, we rejoice in the news of people who come to you and give their lives to you. Um, sometimes it seems a, a long time um, since we did the same and maybe we don't always have the same full-hearted commitment that once we had. And um, We pray that you will uh, work with each of us to reinvigorate us and make us appreciate what a tremendous thing it is to know your love uh, and to be one with you. And the way in which this world affects us it is, is very different for different people. Um, some of us suffer from long-term illness. Um, others suffer from um, all kinds of difficulties with coping with the world. And, uh, and some of us too from time to time 
and suffer from our doubts about your love and the care that you have for us. And we pray that whatever those circumstances are, Lord, that you will be with us, that you will heal, help to heal those of us that are sick, that you will give us the, the strength of mind and the confidence to deal with um, the issues that the world uh, throws at us and that you will encourage us and build us up in our faith so that we can praise and glorify you. Amen. I'd like to start this morning um, by reading you a little bit of uh, Jerome K. Jerome. Uh, I don't know uh, those of you uh, who, who, uh, who read him uh, at all. Um, I mean, he's now quite old-fashioned um, in a lot of ways. He was kind of almost prescribed reading, I think, when I, when I was at school. Um, but this is him speaking, I think, probably over a hundred years ago. And uh, it's from a book called uh, Idle Thoughts of an Idle Fellow. I don't know whether that strikes a chord with anybody, but, but, but there we are. Uh, but what struck me about this was, um, what he says, it, it seems to me, is fairly timeless. <clears throat> it's always wretched weather, according to us. The weather's like the government, always in the wrong. In summertime, we say it's stifling. In winter, that it's killing. In spring and autumn, we find fault for it for being neither one thing nor the other and wish it would make up its mind. If it's fine, we say the country is being ruined for want of rain. If it does rain, we pray for fine weather. If December passes without snow, we indignantly demand to know what's become of our good old-fashioned winters and talk as if we'd been cheated out of something we'd bought and paid for. And when it does snow, our language is a disgrace to a Christian nation. We shall never be content until each man makes his own weather and keeps it to himself. If that cannot be arranged, we'd rather do without it altogether. He goes on with, with some glowing praise, actually, describing each season, but I, I'm not going to go through that. But it, it does seem to me that that attitude um, is something that, that we all suffer from to, um, to a lesser or greater extent. That we just are never satisfied whether it's with the weather, whether the weather is... Um, I, I can't remember that one. Um, we're, not, we're not satisfied with that. We're not satisfied with life. We, the, we hear people much, well, if only this, that or the other had happened, it would be different. You can't actually sort of deny the truth of that. It would have been different, but that isn't what happened. So... We, we, we never seem to be satisfied with each other. Um, I, I, it still sticks in my mind from um, 35 years ago when I was at university uh, and I used to go to Bible class at the Ecclesia there uh, and they had a very set routine for the way the Bible class worked. First of all, the brother would give his paper. Then... Uh, an elder brother would stand up and say, I'd like to thank Brother so and so for his paper. It was, uh, it was very interesting. 
if I had been given the paper, I would have... And, yeah? and this was repeated by, by, by a second person and a third person, all of whom were, if I had been doing it. And, you know, <clears throat> and I think there's a sense in which we, we suffer from that too. There will be some of you for whom this is not how they would have organised Sunday morning. There will be some of you who, when Alex stands up, weren't like that either. You know, that's, that's human nature, unfortunately. Um, but it's also something over which we have some control. And probably worst of all, in, in the things that we're not satisfied with, it seems to me that sometimes we're not satisfied with God. Why doesn't he just do such and such? You know? If I were in charge, I would organise the world differently. And I hasten, uh, you know, uh, just suggest that perhaps the world would be a far worse place if you did. So, um, I'd like to now just read um, part of Psalm 37 and uh, Vicky's going to come and read that for us. Psalm 37 Do not fret because of evil men or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass they will soon wither like green plants, they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will do this. He will make your righteousness shine like the dawn, the justice of your cause like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when men succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret, it leads only to evil. For evil men will be cut off but those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. Probably a lot of you are more familiar with the words of verse 7 um, from the authorised version and it's setting by Mendelssohn, though, rest in the Lord, wait patient for him. Um, and it seems to me but maybe I'm mostly exhorting myself and not you, I don't know, that, that at times we're not very good at that. We're not very good at resting in the Lord. And I'm actually quite envious of Paul uh, when he speaks to the Philippians. Because, um, I don't know, there's, there's obviously a bit of discourse going up on that we haven't got uh, all of here. Um, and they, they, they seem to uh, think that, uh, that he's kind of asking them for money or something, I think, but um, it, 
in his implication to that. And he says, you know, um, uh, I'm really pleased you were, you're, you're worried about me, he says. But I'm not saying this, verse 11 of Philippians 4, I'm not saying this because I'm in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do everything through him who gives me strength. And my first thought, you know, when I read this was, well, if he knows the secret, why doesn't he tell us what it is? Yeah? And then I realised, actually, that he does. That's what verse 13 is. Here's the secret of being content. I can do everything through him who gives me strength. This is a reminder that Jesus is with us. Not just now, but all the time. That if we let him in, he's part of our lives. He is, in fact, what gives us life. And if we let him, then he will give us strength and we'll understand what Paul's talking about here. So, Andy, would you like to give thanks to the bread, please? Our dear Lord Jesus, we come now to say thank you. Thank you to you for the life that you lived for demonstrating to us your Father so clearly. Lord, thank you too that you were ready and willing to give up your life, to draw us close to you, to show us your love and the love of your Father. Lord, we thank you now for this bread, which reminds us of your body, your body broken on the cross, but also your body that we each are a part of, with you as our head. Almighty God, thank you that you care for us, that you sent Jesus to save us. Amen. bread with thankfulness and remember that we are part of a body that it has Jesus as its head. Uh, Charlie's going to give thanks to the wife. Father God, thank you for this cup of wine which we will now share together. Father, I pray that we will each be strengthened by it. In such a small sip, there will only be a few calories, Father. Not enough to drive our bodies through the day. But the strength that you offer through it is deeper. It gives us the hope, the energy, the 
the desire to keep going and follow you and our Lord Jesus Christ. And Father, it reminds us that you are God of all seasons, that your love is constant, whatever the weather in our lives, whether rich or poor, well-fed or hungry, whatever situation that we are in, nothing can separate us from the love we have from you in our Lord Jesus Christ. And by nothing, we mean absolutely nothing. Thank you, Father. Amen. said it couldn't be done to uh, do an entire breaking bread service in 30 minutes well it could but I clearly wasn't the man to do it we're going to close um, uh, in prayer after we sing uh, hymn 137 from the green book Father I ask that all my life may be ruled by thee Um, and then um, after we've had the prayer and, uh, and the voluntary, I'll then um, hand the uh, collection bags around. Uh, the second collection today is for the preaching fund, uh, and Martin will then uh, give us whatever ecclesial announcements there are. Thank you. Hymn 137, Father, I ask that all my life might be ruled by thee. The changes then that surely come, I shall not fear to see. Father, for this reason I kneel before you, from whom your whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of your glorious riches you may strengthen us with power through your Spirit in our inner being, so that Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith. And I pray that we, being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that we may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of you now to you who's able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to your power that's at work within us to you be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever